Every gamer has that one game they want all of their friends to play. Maybe it's old. Maybe it's new. Maybe it's obscure. Or maybe it's the game that everyone is playing. Whatever it is, it's that one game you love to talk about. Join us as we ask each other to try this game. All right, Farron, I got one for you. Do you like desperate, cold, lonely journeys of a single protagonist? Let me cut to the chase and say, fuck you, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) So today we're talking about Titan Souls. You may as well call this game one shot the game because you've got one shot in your bow. Most bosses die from one shot to the right area and you die from one shot to, well, any area. Yeah. (laughs) This game was released April 14th. Oh, geez, I didn't put the year. Uh, 20... 16 i believe it was released on windows os x ps4 ps vita and android this was developed 2015 2015, i was close Um, three dollars right now by the way yeah well (laughs) you go it's nice and cheap for you to pick up and then Uh, refund fair for you yeah (laughs) um developed by acid nerve and as so many delightful indie games are it was published by devolver digital you know i just I love so much of their content. That's why it's on sale because it's like because the whole Devolver's having like a ninety percent off sale. Oh uh, yeah, that's probably why. Yeah. Okay. So, um, as I mentioned before, you are this singular player wandering around this giant cold world, and the story is very ancillary. It's there if you want to go and dig for it, but um, the the premise of the game effectively is you're a person in this world, and there's big things. Go kill the big things. Yeah. So let's let's jump right into your experience of the game how far did you get did you kill anything and well myself many many times but (laughs) so this game is neat because it's i mean as the name would suggest it's a souls game which means it's there to punish you it's for people who don't like themselves but titan it's got that feeling what was that ps2 game where you climbed all over the enemies and killed oh um uh shadow of the colossus shadow of the colossus there's also a a modern version of that called prey uh prey of the gods or prey to the gods it's the same sort of thing um this is like those except you have an arrow you have one arrow you have to retrieve that arrow you can actually call it back to you um which is handy i love the look of this game it is so cool looking yeah. Uh, it's got a weird pixelated form to it. It was actually quite exciting when I saw it on the list. And I thought, I'm going to have so much fun with this. And I was very wrong, and I don't like you anymore. <laughs> because this game is brutal. This is a Souls game for people who think that Souls game don't suck enough of your soul out of you. It's brutal. And I tried, like, there's you, you sort of go up that one staircase, and there's essentially four caves you can go into. And I got my butt handed to me several times the first time. I thought, okay, let's try another one. Okay, no, I suck at that one too. Let's try the third one. Like, no, I I think I lasted half an hour in this game because I just died again and again. I got nowhere in this game. But I can see the attraction to people who like Souls games and consequently dislike their own lives. Because it's brutal. Jesus. Souls games so much. Oh man, Soulsborne Sekiro games are just are, are my lifeblood, man. Oh, okay. So he's single, ladies. 
Anyways, um, so the, the area that you were in is the tutorial area. Yeah, all... I failed the tutorial. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> those, are, those are all meant to teach you, like, this is how the game functions. And, and basically, the way that I look at this game in particular is it is and it isn't a Souls game. The way that I see it is, is it's a fast-paced puzzle game. It it is it is fast paced. It's not a Souls game because there's no health bar, there's no stamina management. It's there is a solution to this puzzle, and you need to do it. And it's not like you you have different options for how you can go about this. You've got a bow and a arrow, and that is the solution. It may be you've got a giant glob of jelly that you need to shoot a bunch of times in order to cut it up into smaller sections so you can finally shoot the heart, or it might be this giant head that rises up out of the ground that you need to knock the teeth out of so you can shoot it down its throat and kill it. Or it might be, which is my like one of my favorite bosses ever, a giant ice monkey in a giant ice cave who you need to shoot in the ass to kill. Of course. <laughs> and it's just... It's delightful. It's beautiful. It handles so well. Do not play this with a mouse and keyboard. I, if you are, I don't know why you hate yourself. I don't think I, I think I used a controller. I'm pretty yeah, sure I used my DualShock 4, I think. A controller but is the only viable way to play this game. You, you ever heard the joke, whippings will continue until morale improves? Yes. No, I, I mean, the game is good looking and it, and it controls exceptionally well. Uh, it, it's a lot of fun to play until you have to, you know, play it. It was so bad. It did such a number on me. I'll tell you what I thoroughly enjoyed about it. Mm-hmm. Uninstalling it. That was just that was just so good. You know, we we mentioned Shadow of the Colossus earlier and this very much falls into that same vein both thematically and the design of the game itself, mm-hmm. not necessarily in the gameplay because you don't you don't climb on anything, you don't have to stab things multiple times in multiple places, you don't have a mount. It's just you and a cold, lonely world uh, yeah. with giant creatures wandering around it. But it's gorgeous. It's it's oh, got yeah. that pixelated look to it, and and the sound design is quite impressive. You know, all joking aside, they made a great game that absolutely is not for me. Mm-hmm. But if you like Souls games or if you like puzzle games. Uh, and you're smarter than I am, uh, which, you know, add those three things together. It's quite a few people are, who are listening to us, oh, uh, no, you know, no. do that. Like it's, you know, it's a good game. I, I just, I hate it with the passion. Yeah. It's not a, you need to be smart enough to play this game game. It is very much a, you just need to enjoy this style of game game. I don't enjoy RTSs. It doesn't make me dumb that I don't play them. No, you just morally enjoy... bank. Sorry, carry on. God. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't make you dumb that you can't play this game. It just means that like fast-paced puzzle games like this are just not your shtick. Yeah, that would be true. So yeah, oh. I, yeah, no. Oh, it's... Uh, I kind of figured that this one was gonna be a little bit on the shorter side, but I wanted to throw this one out anyways because it was a game that we both owned. I saw that you hadn't really played it before, so yeah, let's let's wrap this up then Ferenc. so i'm okay. gonna i'm gonna guess you're probably gonna try and swing for your refund on this one on steam no 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 i've owned it for far too long maybe someday i'll try it again maybe when i'm trying to work up enough steam to self-harm or something i don't know 
of course, this is the self-harm. You know, it's one of those things. I, I kind of wish this were a different game made in this engine. I'd be all over it. Uh, right. But this is just not. Like, this is the anti-Farron game. <laughs> uh, it, it truly is. Because I don't like puzzle games at the best of times. And I don't like, you know, the Souls games. So uh, I won't be playing this again. All right. Well, that's fair enough. And you know what? Even for me, this is not a game that I keep downloaded all the time. It's a very small game size wise and it downloads pretty quickly so i've got no and i mean that's that's the way that devolver just tends to back games is is games that are not massive in scope so it's it's wonderful i can download it whenever i like and just go spend an hour chilling out getting killed repeatedly and having this immense amount of gratification when you finally manage to kill something so yeah i can see that yeah all right. Well, I, I I don't think we've got a whole lot else to talk about on this front, so let's leave it there. And there it is. There it is. Adam, do you like murdering people? Legally, I'm obligated to say no. How about investigating murders? Surprisingly, I'm also legally obligated to say no. Okay, that's fair. Because you're not actually a uh, you're not actually a detective. But what if you were an intrepid reporter, uh, an intrepid lady reporter from the 1920s? Would that sound good to you? Are there going to be people doing vaguely racist accents at me? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about the Dagger of Amon Ra, which is a PC game that it's one of the original adventure games from Sierra back in its glory days. It re- was released in 1992 and then again in 1993 on a CD with voice, which we are going to talk about. Uh, and it's available on GOG. So let's let's jump right into the bad part and then we'll 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 roll we'll around. So. When I played this game back in the day, I own this game and I still have the manual, which includes the brochure for the museum. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, it's not even a brochure. It's a full manual tour of the museum and the brochure from the Dagger of Amon Ra. Uh, what do you exhibit. call it? Uh, exhibit and all this sort of stuff, like all these these things that you just don't get anymore. But I bought it on disc because I didn't own a uh, what do you call it? A, a CD player. So I bought it on disc. So I didn't have the voices. When I started playing it this time, it defaults to playing the voices. And thank God you can turn those off. Because those voices are bad, man. Including the one of the first, vo- actually I think the very first voice you hear, which is that of an Egyptian who sounds oddly like a white dude who thinks he's from Pakistan. <laughs> and it is very bad, my friend. It is very, very bad. Like it's, 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 oh my God, racist and bad. Like it's, I mean, I don't think they were going for racist. They were just... This was before Sierra could afford to hire actors, so I think they went with the, like the the dude from accounting does a pretty good accent. Let's get him in. So you probably didn't even get to like the low. I wanted to call it the low fat laundry, but low fats laundry. Oh no, I didn't turned hear it his off voice. By then. I'm afraid. Oh, I'm oh afraid. my goodness, no, Farron, Farron, you need to, you need you to go need back in here. Okay. Oh, it's so, so bad. I'm going to say right off the bat that if you buy this game, and I totally think you should, because 30 years later, it still has a special place in my heart. Go into the settings and turn off the goddamn voices, please. 
because they're bad. They're so bad. Okay. In fairness, I will say I didn't mind the voice acting for the people that were like, you know, prototypical North American white people. Like the main character's voice acting is just fine. It's not bad. It's, um, oh, yeah, but it's, it's, a- it's anyone who's not white is, is just embarrassing. Oh, even even people that are white, though, the uh, the uh, desk sergeant at the police office that you go to, he's mm-hmm. basically got a tattoo on his forehead that says, can I be more Irish? Yeah, yeah, that, that yeah, that's right. That was actually where I couldn't take it anymore. And, um, and, and, and so there's got to be a way to do this because I don't remember these voices. Um, yeah, the voices are just horrible, but the game rocks. Let's talk about the game. Okay. So the Dagger of Amon Ra is a point-and-click adventure. So if you've done Police Quest or Space Quest or King's Quest or uh, uh, Heroes Quest, which they had to rename Quest for Glory because of a lawsuit from a board game company, whatever. If you know these games, you know this one. It's the sequel to a game called The Colonel's Bequest about some lady reporter in the 1920s. And there she was in like some, you know, some old dead colonel's mansion uh in louisiana here she's in the big city and she's been sent to a museum to cover the opening of uh an exhibit by the brother of howard carter he's the guy who found the uh the 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 tomb of tutankhamun uh obviously he didn't i mean i think he had a brother but he wasn't a famous archaeologist in a video game uh and it's all about the dagger of amon ra and i mean the first thing you learn about this game is the egyptians are pretty pissed that mr carter uh, walked off with this stuff and um uh you know that's where he the pakistani oh, let's not go there uh <laughs> he says like you know please don't take don't, you know don't steal our artifacts and they'll, there'll be consequences hmm, i wonder what they could be and it's a murder mystery it, it's actually a once you get going once you get to the museum uh there's a murder and you get locked in overnight with this cast of characters it's sort of the agatha christie drawing room uh murder mystery and it's quite good uh how did you find the interface was that a little much for you or i mean it was a scum interface i've used it in other games in the past so it wasn't too bad for me but i can see if somebody has never had the thought of i need to right click to select the specific action i want to use to interact with this person or isn't familiar with what the eye or the hand or the little running man symbol or the question mark or the exclamation mark mean they'd probably have a tough time getting into this game without sitting down and really chunking through the manual. Yeah, see, the, the modern adventure game, and, the, and there there's a renaissance of those over the last 10 years, because for a long mm-hmm. time, mostly for the late 90s and for all the 2000s, it was a dead genre. Uh, there's been this renaissance, and the, one of the more standard things that newer ones do is that your mouse is context-sensitive. You no longer mm-hmm. have to sit, you no longer have to go through every action of look, touch, move, walk to. Yep. When you move, you know, when you put your mouse in a certain area, it doesn't make you go through the motions. Okay, yeah, you found a piece of paper, you click on it, you get to read it. Mm-hmm. So this is a little before that. Um, and, you know, it's one of those things like this is this is a GOG re-release, which means they're not trying to improve upon the game. They just want to get it working. Yeah. And they've done an excellent job of it. And of course it offers, when you buy this game through them, you'll get access to PDFs of the original manual and stuff like that. And they're very cool to read. It's an interesting story. I mean, it's very generic, but it's interesting. You know, the standard murder mystery where you talk to everyone and you move from room to room and you examine things. And there's some very cool rooms. Like the first time you find the storage room with all the the 
uh, Egyptian sarcophagi sort of stacked up against the wall and you go underneath and there's one area where they remove the flesh off animals and there's these scary vats and uh, it's really super neat. And of course it all ends with you being chased by some dude in a, in a cloak. It's sort of like a uh, ghost face for the screen movies chasing <laughs> you around the museum. And it's the only time that things are actually sort of real time. Otherwise right. it's sort of your standard uh, adventure game where things only advance once you've accomplished a list of things that they never tell you about. Sure. Uh, you know, if you like adventure games and you're willing to put up with, you know, pixelated graphics, which I still think are super nice looking. Yeah, absolutely. And you're, and you're willing to put up with a, an interface that's a little bit of a pain in the butt. This game is actually absolutely worth your time. Um, because, you know, in the 90s, it talks about, well, cultural appropriation, a, a term I promise you, uh, the people at Sierra had never heard of in the 1990s. Uh, <laughs> But it really is about, you know, these people very upset that their their national treasures have been stolen and walked off. But, you know, but is it something else? Was uh, Dr. Carter, I think it's Dr. Carter who's murdered I, at first. Yes. He's the first one. You know, was he killed for a personal debt or was it ambition or was it the pissed off Egyptian dude? And that's the point. You're, you know, it, it's constructed like a Agatha Christie novel. and And done very well, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's got the usual trappings of, um, of an old Sierra adventure game, but what I liked is like, at least for the first section, it doesn't have Sierra syndrome of you walk in the wrong direction and you fall into a pit of alligators a la King's quest one. Yeah, no, it's, it's not punishing because it yeah. takes place in a city. Yeah. Um, I mean, they could still have made it just as punishing. Oh, you walk too close to the street and you get hit by a car. That is yeah. absolutely something Sierra would do. But they do a really, really good job of making this world, um, I mean, it doesn't really feel alive, but it's well designed. It, it mm -hmm. looks good. There's no, uh, there's a couple of scenes where like you look at it and go, okay, well, this is, this room is missing four of its walls. Um, there's just stuff on the ground. Like when you walk into low fats laundry. Um, but for the most part, that's like the odd exception. Most yeah. of the areas look great for pixel graphics. Mm -hmm. And even at that, it, it really even doesn't look that bad. It, it's just a bit of a different artistry to it. Yeah, it's the look of the time. And there yeah. are actually plenty of adventure games. And, and some of them are like 10 bucks. Uh, Steam has a bunch of Gemini Rue. There's a great one called Home, which is really mm. only designed to be played one or twice, but it's super cheap. It's absolutely worth your time. Uh, there's the, I think it's called the Dark Side Detective. They have the same look, that mm -hmm. sort of early 90s pixelated look. But it works for me. Yeah, And for some people, they're going to look at that. They're never going to go for that. In which case, go get the the Sherlock Holmes series of games. They're super good looking and they're sort of modern games. Uh, but, you know, these games are, they're of an era. And, Very much so. you know, if you liked uh, the remaster of Day of the Tentacle or the Monkey Island games or Sam and Max or Full Throttle, this is from the same era. This came out a few years before. It's not as technologically advanced as those games. Those games came out of LucasArts. They're all, uh, oh, what's his name? I can't think of his name now. Um, um, oh, uh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He still makes games. He made, uh, whatever. Well, we know what we're talking about here. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, I got to find the name. Sorry. Uh, yeah, no worries. Tim something or other. Yeah, Tim, not Curry. Um Last dog in the background. That's fine. I don't. Tim Schaefer. 
Schaefer, yeah. Tim okay. Schaefer, right. So, you know, the Tim Schaefer games were done with a very Don Bluth-esque animation style. Yeah. These aren't them. This is a uh this is a more this is a Sierra style. It's very much Sierra's animation style. It's the same style you'll see in games of that era like Space Quest 4, the Police Quest games, uh, you know, the all King's Quest, all these sorts of things. Um, though they themselves, of course, they went to a Don Bluth animation style with a King's Quest game, which is gorgeous looking. But I was never into these games. I've only ever played a handful of them. This is one of only two adventure games I've ever completed in my life. Really? The other was uh, The Lost Files of Sherlock Holmes. There was two of them. And this was the first one. The second one was, unfortunately, when they got into the whole let's film everything. And it Ah. looks like ass. But the first one looked great, but it's the same ultra pixelized format. And the music, you know, the music is for a sound blaster. It's not great music, but it sounds nice and it's pretty. And if you turn off the the voices, it's better. Trust me. (laughs) Uh, Mostly, you know, because they can only get so much quality out of it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, everyone sounds like this. It's really bad. Um, Turn off the voice. Enjoy the story. Try to look the other way at the the few bad racial uh, stereotypes, including Seamus O'Seamus, the you know the <laughs> the Irish police guy. He's not; it's not actually his name, but it might as well be. Yeah. Uh, or you know, low fat the uh, the the la- the Chinese laundry guy. Oh dear God! Uh, I get they were going for a look, but yeesh. in the meantime, by the way, they're making a third one of these. Some company decided to make a new Laura Bow game. Oh really? And, and they are now, as we speak in negotiations with the people who at Activision own the rights to it, because I think Activision swallowed Sierra. Sounds right. Or the way it works is you one of these big mega mega conglomerates from the late nineties swallowed up Sierra and then tried to swallow up Activision and Activision swallowed them. And it's like, it's like the worst case of, of, of like evolution you've ever seen. Um, <laughs> it's like something out of a bad cartoon, but Activision has it and they are about to get the rights to it and actually make it a proper Laura bow game i think it's called the codex of something or other and it looks kind of neat cool um and it's it's the same art style except it's much prettier right Uh, sure you know same cartoonish style and yeah like this game we haven't talked a lot about the story because it's it's a murder mystery i don't want to give it away but if you like murder mysteries and you don't mind uh an adventure game this is probably for you and it's what 10 bucks i think on gog Um, i think it's eight even yeah it's (laughs) It's always on sale. Yeah. Uh, don't, you know, but it's, you know, that's the, that's the great thing about GOG. They, they take all these old games and they make them playable. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's how we got to play, you know, Emperor of the Fading Suns, which I know you love. Um, hello? Hello? Are you there? Hello, Adam? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, Sorry, uh, just having flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, I love it, but <laughs> the hell of you. But yeah, so this is a good game. I mean, it, again, it, if you don't like adventure games, don't get it. But if you enjoy adventure games or you're willing to try adventure games, mm-hmm. give this one a run. Yeah, I think that if in modern day you've played Telltale games and you enjoyed them, yeah. but you wanted something that was a little bit more, a little bit more detail, a little bit more, I really need to f- muddle through things. Mm-hmm. This is definitely for you. I would, I would say that if it's your first game of this era, have a walkthrough. Have a walkthrough. <laughs> yeah, because like the first, the first puzzle in the game is a puzzle that is in basically every other adventure game of the time there is a something locked where is the key under the ink blotter 
it, it was just yeah. that was the standard language is yeah. people would know that if you had an ink blotter on a desk, you need to look under it to find something. Because that's what that's where you'd really hide the damn thing. I mean, yeah. it was yeah, it's yeah, you have that's why I made sure you had a walkthrough mm. uh, when you played this because I wasn't sure how many of these games you had played. I know I used the walkthrough and actually I wound up playing about half an hour and then I found a walkthrough and kicked back and watched like the next hour of the game sure. um, or like like a YouTube thing. It was really cool. Uh, yeah, but that's a, that's actually a good way to see this game if you're not sure about it. Go onto YouTube and there are walkthroughs. Yeah, just find the one without the voice, please, <laughs> <laughs> please turn off the voice. But uh, yeah, so yeah, go buy this game and and figure out who stabbed a bunch of people and stuffed them in weird places in a museum. Yeah, Fridays, Fridays, yeah, and there it is. <laughs> there it is.